Hello and welcome to the Success Secret Podcast with Rosso Santalev. I am excited to introduce you to a series of conversations with some of the most successful and inspiring individuals from various industries. My aim is to dive into the stories behind their success and explore the knowledge, strategies, habits, mindsets, and wisdom that have propelled their success. Each episode of the Success Secret Podcast will feature a different guest who will share their unique journey, the challenges they faced, and the lessons they have learned along the way. I will also be covering topics from entrepreneurship and innovation to leadership and personal development. Whether you are an inspiring entrepreneur, a seasoned business professional, or just someone looking to improve your life, the Success Secret Podcast is for you. My goal is to bring you valuable insights and inspiration that will help you achieve your own success in business and life. So get ready to learn and be inspired. The Success Secret Podcast starts now. Hello and welcome Success Secret Nation to this episode of the Success Secret Podcast. In this episode, we are going to be talking about the tools and strategies for creative business owners. My guest in this episode, his name is Noah Hutton. Noah is a storyteller at heart, passionate about capturing and sharing the unique narratives of peoples and brands through stunning photography and video content. His goal is to help you stand out in a crowded digital space by creating captivating visuals that authentically reflect your brand and message. Noah, welcome to the Success Grid podcast. Hello, thank you for having me. Awesome to have you here, Noah. So, first of all, because this is, this is the Success Grid podcast, I want you to tell the Success Grid nation what does success mean to you and what do you hear people say about success that you don't agree with? Yeah, so for me, success just looks like consistent work right now um, and consistent work that, I'm, that I enjoy doing. So especially in the, in the creative industry, um, in video, videography and photography, uh, as an entrepreneur, I'm really lucky to be able to choose the work that I do um, and work with the clients I want to work with. And so success for me just looks like every day waking up, doing the work that I love to do with the clients that I really love and uh, enjoy their message and their their mission. Um, and so just going to do that work every day. Mm-hmm. And then the second part of your question, something about success that I don't agree with, I don't think that success always has to be measured in a way it can be more felt than measured uh, there's obviously like times and places for numbers and you know looking at like oh like i hit my goal of ninety thousand in revenue or a million dollars in revenue or whatever your revenue number is or i grew this membership or this um, user base really high but i think you know there there are days and in in sometimes where I just feel successful. Like I feel like I got a lot done. I feel like I was productive. I feel like I was successful in the week. You know, I landed a deal or I, I f- delivered a project or I got a good testimonial from a client. You know, those things make me feel successful in my business as I grow it. And so I think success can be felt just as much as it can be, as it can be measured. Mm, I love that, that you just something that you, you said, it's something that you feel. It mm-hmm. is because it's not always related about the money that you have, how much money that you made, because a lot of us tie success in regards to how much money we have in the bank. Yeah. But it's more than that. It's like you mentioned first when you mentioned it's about being consistent, because sometimes if you have a goal, you might go right, left and right, more ways, jump down, fall down. You have to get up to continue your path. So it's not mm-hmm. a kind of straight line path. So you have to be consistent in whatever you do. You maybe you change your method and these kind of things, but you have to keep going at it. 
Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, why did you decide to start a business? Tell us a little bit about your story. How did you start your business? A little bit of yeah. Yeah. So my business kind of started out of necessity. So uh, to kind of back up a little bit in college, um, I'm 24. So I graduated college just over a year ago. Um, and uh, in college, I started a business during the pandemic. Uh, it was a clothing brand. And mainly that goal of that was just to learn kind of different aspects of business, aspect, aspects of e-commerce, um, graphic design, things like that. And that business didn't really go anywhere, but it gave me that itch of like what entrepreneurship felt like. And so my goal coming out of college was to move out to Los Angeles or a, a big metro or somewhere on the West Coast, um, work in advertising and marketing, and then build a photography and video business on the side. And once that kind of got to a place where I felt comfortable enough to leave my job, I could go with that full time. Um, out of college, I didn't really have a lot of success in the job market, um, applying for jobs, things like that. And so I decided by August of last year, I was kind of gave up on the whole application, job application part and uh, decided to go on my, on my own. I had a I had a little bit of traction in my business uh, with some clients, some realtors that I work with, real estate agents, and uh, just other different clients here and there. And so I saw that and I knew that if I had put time enough time into the business, I could really grow it. And so I needed more time to put into that business and less time you know, working on job job applications that I would hear nothing back from. And I also at the time had an internship that I had kind of kept from summer 2021 all the way through my senior year into summer 2022. Um, and so that gave me a little bit of financial stability uh, and they really believed in the work I was doing. They've hired me as as like contractors for their clients. And they, so I wasn't just an intern. I was a contractor for them. So they really liked the work I was doing. And so they really supported my job and they just wanted to see me succeed so that really helped my my journey and so i got to the point where i really just knew i needed to make the jump into my business full time you know every day spending you know 8 10 hours a day 12 hours a day 14 hours a day whatever it is on the business and so in may of this year may 5th was my last day of my internship and then i jumped into my business full time and that's the best decision i made in the business just because it's allowed me to every single day wake up and only have my business to focus on I only have, you know, client emails, client work, um, networking. Like I literally just got back from a networking lunch, like having the the opportunity to just do that instead of, um, you know, having to do internship work. And I love the job I was at, but it wasn't the job I wanted to have for my entire life. So being able to focus on the business was great. So I made the jump full time in May and uh, haven't regretted it ever since. Awesome. Because it's, it's very exciting that a lot of guys your age now, because they are seeing this this uh, shift from looking at working with someone else in big corporation. It's kind of maybe the job you like a little bit. The job itself is fine, right? Like you mentioned. But it's, it's kind of like you feel it's outdated. Going mm-hmm. there, you have to go there from certain time to a certain time. You have to drive through traffic going there and going back home. So this is, takes a lot of time, like at least 10 to 12 hours of your day. You reach home and you're exhausted. You have, yep. you will probably not do anything for yourself until the weekend. So <laughs> this idea yeah. that, that is coming, it's cool. It's good to see people that are younger people also starting their own businesses and different things. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, there, there are certain nine to five jobs that I would have loved to have. And, you know, I would have enjoyed working. I think for me, the biggest thing that I wanted out of 
you know, the work that I was doing was I wanted to touch more aspects of the business. Like I didn't want to just be a video editor. I didn't want to just be working in ad placement or I didn't want to just be doing on like the client side work or the the editing or shooting or whatever. I wanted to touch every aspect of the business from the client relations side to the actual video work, shooting, editing, um, photography, the delivery of the media, and also just the accounting and business and networking side. Like I love every aspect of the business, some more than others, obviously. But I, so I wanted to touch more of the business. And so I felt like if I would go into like an agency and work as an in-house video shooter, video editor, or, um, you know, person like a client manager or things like that, I'm really only touching one aspect of the business. And I'm in meetings with other people, but they're doing the other work. Like I want to be doing all of it. And eventually I'll hire out and kind of focus more on the client relation, client management side of my business and hire out the actual shooting um, and focus on more producing and directing um, things. But right now I just, I love touching every aspect of the business. I love the networking. I love the, um, I love just talking to my clients and working with my clients and learning how to tell their story. And so for me, it felt right to just go my own way because I, I wanted to touch so much of the business and this has allowed me to do that. Yeah, I was going to ask you what what excites you about the business and what challenges do you face in your business? But you kind of mentioned a few there. But can you share why do you love, for example, interacting with clients? Why do you love to do what you do? Is it something that you have created within time or is it something that you just fell in love with like and you and what you do at first sight like when if we are talking about some kind of relationship with work or what we do with our careers <laughs> yeah yeah so i i think i've kind of fallen in love with the client relationship side of it a little bit more as i was working you know i because like in in business you, when especially when you're starting out all you're doing is selling yourself you're trying to get clients you're trying to grow your business and get more work and so i had to get really good at you know pitching myself but also like learning about clients learning their needs learning what i could do for them and also what services were right for them and i just really enjoy all the meetings i'm i'm in with clients i'm constantly you know setting up especially in person meetings i love going, just meeting for a coffee and or being in an office and talking with people um, and those meetings, a lot of the time, kind of, they just kind of build themselves. You know, I I meet with a client. I was meeting with one, I think it was early this week on Monday. Yeah. And so they were like, we were, we're kind of trading work as a, as a digital marketing agency. And so they're doing some work for me and I'm doing some work for them. And we were talking about the work I'm going to do for them. I'm going to be producing a podcast for them. And they kind of came to me and they were like, okay, I have this idea. We have some topics. We have kind of what, what the podcast to look like. And then the, I was able to just kind of run with that and be like, okay, so we're going to do this for the intro and we're going to light this way. And this is the microphone you need to buy. And then, you know, these are the three types of shows we can do and bring on clients here and then do a brand case study here. And like, I was able to just like learn, see what they needed. And I already had the show planned out in my head. And that's something that I'm really good at um, is, you know, if a client says like, we want to do this, I already am thinking about the project. I have a bigger project that fingers crossed we're gonna get the green light on and we've been talking about it for like a month now or at least two months and i've had the project in my head the entire time like it's a full 25 minute video i've had all 25 minutes in my head of like what exactly i want to shoot and so i really love like learning about clients needs learning about not only what they need what they what they want to communicate but also like where they want to put the video like is it going to be a social media video is it going to live on their website is it going to be a youtube video um, is it going to be, you know, more of a uh, video where they're going to show at events? Like, what are we going to do here? And so 
learning about all of that and taking that and then crafting an idea to present to them and pitch to them. That's like what I really love to do. Um, And then, so that's what I want to do full time in the business. And then there are so many people that are way more talented video editors than I am, or way more talented shooters, working with lighting, microphones, audio, things like that. And so if I could hire out, you know, that those aspects of the business and stay on as a producer slash director for the shoots um, and working with the clients, that's really where I think I can thrive. Um, and people have told me that too. They, I, I had a meeting with a, um, of another videographer local to my area on Monday. And he was like, you're a producer. Like you, you run the, you know, the business side of it, the conversation, the client management side of it. And so that's really where I want to, you know, grow my business and bring on a team to kind of work together to create, you know, amazing content, amazing, uh, photography and videography, um, and cinematography and things like that. So that's kind of where I see the business growing and kind of how I, how I see the, my aspect of the business. From what I said, you love stories, right? So can you yeah. tell us some kind of a story that showcases and describes the situation of how a young man like you uh, achieved either success or you had some failures? So can you tell us some kind of story that shows this case, for example? Yeah, so something I think I think a good way to kind of direction goes honestly the failure side because i'm constantly learning you know how to interact with clients and um constantly learning like how to present myself as a business owner as a videographer as a photographer um and so one one thing that i've been really working on uh recently is coming into client meetings with a pitch ready of like these are the services i can offer to you so you know, back back when I was just getting started, I had a certain client um, and they wanted to do some social media content. They wanted to do, excuse me, some website content and videos to kind of um, showcase their team, the people on their team. And whenever I'd work with them, we, we kind of structured it as a retainer deal. So every month uh, for a day, I would come and shoot whatever content they wanted to shoot. And the way that I would go into those meetings is I would ask the client, what do you want to shoot today? What are we going to shoot on, you know, in two weeks? And I think, you know, that relationship, it didn't go the best direction. I think part of, part of it was I wasn't putting in enough work of like, you know, I've seen other real estate agents do this. I think it'd be really successful in your brokerage. Let's do this type of content. And I wasn't like coming in with ideas and pitching them. I was really letting them kind of direct what they wanted to do. When when a, when a person hires a videographer, they are, they are expecting a little bit of creative direction or a lot of creative direction, depending on their idea because I, I have clients that come into me and they're like we want you to shoot this video in this way it's got to be 30 seconds we're going to use it here 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 and i'm like got it i got i love your idea let's run with it and then i have other clients that come to me and they're like we want a video for our business we don't know what that is but we want a video for our business and then that they allow me to take that creative direction and so i've learned through those um through the the work that i do is to take a little bit of creative direction up front and then if they you know have an idea i can work with that as well but when i whenever i pitch especially cold pitching clients like cold emailing them i will say like i can offer three these three services for your business so like golf courses are an example of a business that i'm targeting right now i will say i have a photography package i have a photography and a brand video package and then i have a photography brand video and a package where we get whole flyover videos. So for each hole in your golf course, we're going to fly over the hole and kind of give you a tour of each hole. 
and then there all these other offerings. So I come in with a pitch and a, pr- a proposal for the services they offer, and that has gone over a lot better than if I went to a golf course and I said, "Hey, I, my rate is three thousand dollars or twenty seven hundred dollars, whatever. What do you want me to do for you?" Because they don't know. A lot of the times, they really don't know what they want to do, and so that has taken a lot of time for me to learn. But I've found a lot of success in kind of learning or working out that um, those issues. Um, and another kind of story that I have that I can talk about that is um, as a business owner, especially in the creative industry, you kind of have to learn over time your value and what you're worth and what you want to stand for in your business. Um, and so I have, and also in kind of coming with that, you have to learn how when to walk away from certain clients and when to walk away from projects. And recently I've, I've gotten a lot more comfortable in telling clients that I can't do the work that they want to do. Um, and it's not because I don't like them. It's not because I don't you know, want to do the work. It's that simply they can't afford me. They don't know what they want. They don't know how much it costs. And there's only so much I can discount my services to make it work for them. So like if, if a client comes to, my, to me and they say, we want you to photograph our event. We, our budget is $1,200. And I come to them with a proposal of you know, $1,500, I'm willing to go down to $1,200 because it's close enough to where I'm not like losing a ton of money on that or losing money at all. And it's not like discounting myself that much. But if a client comes to me and they're like, our budget is $500 and I pitch them $3,500 or $1,800, then that's just not going to work. And I have to be okay with walking away from that because even if I like the work and I like the client, I want to do it. It's not worth my time to do that. So those are kind of two examples of things that I'm really uh, focusing on right now, what I'm learning, um, and kind of the changes I've made in my business to make it more successful and be more comfortable in kind of the work I'm doing, both from a financial aspect and also from a client relation aspect. Yeah, you mentioned something very important that the value that you see your business provides. It's important yeah. to stick to certain level of value that you see your business is because if you keep lowering or accepting any type of client that wants discounts or lower prices it's going to cut a lot of your time and you are going to be scattered all over you might have more clients but because you are going to be scattered along with different types of uh, levels so it might it might not work for you so what would you advise for example young entrepreneurs to do especially people who are looking to let's say into creative things but at the same time, they are looking at things and saying to themselves, like, there is this work is have been already done by a lot of people, right? This idea that could be there, one thing. And also their fear of like n- not making it, the fear of failure mm-hmm. for them, right? So how yeah. would you advise them? Yeah. So just in general, kind of the biggest piece of advice I give to all business owners is network as much as you can. Go to um, you know, businesses, uh, go to different events, go to local community events, go to, um, you know, just anything that you can, meetings, um, anything that you can to network. I don't know how it is in Jordan, but in, 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 in the United States, a lot of cities have chamber of commerce. And so the chamber of commerce, uh, you know, in my city specifically, they are fantastic. They're, they just got named the best chamber of commerce in Indiana, which is the state I live in. And so, their goal is just to market your business. All they do is promote your business. They'll create fun videos about it. They will go to your events. They'll take pictures of stuff. Like if I have a shoot coming up, but locally they will come out and like kind of 
you know, as I shoot, they'll kind of take a video or showcase that on their Instagram stories or whatever. So if, if whatever country you're in, whatever state you're in, wherever you are, find business, find groups like that, nonprofits that work that way as well. And meet as many entrepreneurs and business owners and business professionals as you can, because that's the best way to grow your business is by referrals and by networking. The fear of failure aspect is really big. I have found that there are days where, you know, I kind of feel paralyzed by fear in a way of like, I'm not, I don't have, let's say I don't have clients coming in this week. I don't have any work this week. I'm just networking, cold calling and things like that. I don't have money coming in. That's kind of, that's nerve wracking. But I would just say, you know, when those times come, those are the times to work on your business. You know, whether that's like building a website because you don't have a website yet or rebranding or putting together packages that you can present to clients or scheduling out a ton of social media content, creating content, um, things like that, cold emailing. I spent like two weeks straight just cold emailing golf courses because I didn't have any client work coming in. I had maybe a shoot here and there, but nothing much. So I was like, this is the time to do this this pitch because now like these past, this past week and a half, I've been insanely busy. I didn't have really have time to send any cold emails out, but that first two weeks have landed me a few clients. And so I would say when you have that fear, that's really the time to dig in and work on your business because that's what's going to motivate you the most. Um, and I don't know if there's a third part of your question, but I think the answer is most of it. Yeah, it was about fear and how to deal with the creativity for people who are thinking this is something that could be hard. for them. Yeah, yeah. So like on the creative side of it, I think, you know, there there is a, especially when you're first starting out, one thing that you know, you can do to kind of get those creative juices flowing and find your style and find find your look is recreate things that you like. So, you know, let's say your favorite director is Wes Anderson. He has a very distinct style of movie. He has a very distinct style of directing and cinematography and the look and the color of thing, his thing. Maybe you're not going to be the next Wes Anderson and you're going to copy his style, but just go out and shoot that. Because that's something you like. That's something you can recreate. It's not a hard thing to recreate just because his style is so simplistic. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you're your director, if your director is Tarantino, whoever it is, go recreate that. Your favorite YouTuber is Mr. Beast or whatever. Like whoever it is, go recreate their content. Don't copy them and don't act like it's your own, you know, but recreate that because it gets you out shooting. It gets you out creating. And then that's kind of what you would call spec work in a way. Um, and then that will get your creative juices flowing. That'll also give you some examples of your work to showcase to clients. And that's really how you're going to get those first two paid gigs. So I would say create some spec work, create stuff that you enjoy. You know, let's say you're a drone pilot, find a really pretty lake or a pretty ocean or a mountain and go fly there. A really pretty city in your area, um, especially if you're in some countries that have or near like really beautiful like landscape go there and fly and get some amazing photos and video of that, you know, just create, just go out and shoot, try to have an, an attention with what you're shooting. Um, and that'll help you kind of get things going and get you some work to show to clients and be like, Hey, I can do this. Um, I'm, I did this work. Let's, I can transition this style of work into what you want. So you just have to kind of dig in and push through all of that to get to where you're actually doing work that you like, you're finding success in a creative business because it's going to be really hard in the beginning. It's going to be really slow in the beginning and you have to be patient. Um, but just putting in that work, it'll, you'll get noticed eventually. Yeah. It's something that you mentioned. It's very important that being intentional, 
Yes. A lot of us is just doing things for the sake of doing them, which is not good enough. You have to be intentional to actually reach a point where you are extremely good at it and you are a master at it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that kind of goes back to that example I talked about with, yeah. you know, going to a client and just saying, like, what do you want to shoot versus going to a golf course now and saying, these are my three packages and stuff. Like I am, I went from just being kind of wishy-washy and letting them lead it and then not really knowing what to offer and I don't know what to do to... I'm going to a client. Hey, love your course. I played it last week. It's great. Here are some ways that I can make your branding and marketing better. I just did this for a client. They have a smaller golf course, but you know, just some, a couple of photos of from the drone really helps it. It's right next to a really big lake. So like seeing the golf course right on the coast of that lake is really cool. So like, I can go to them and be like, Hey, this would look really nice on your website. This would look really nice on social media. This video will help people understand the course more. So all of that, I can, I'm being very intentional in the way I'm communicating my offering to them. And that has really helped uh, me just gain more clients and build trust with them as well, because they already see me putting in the work for their, their thing before they even give me any money. Because I think in the beginning, I was very much focused on the money and I still am to some extent because I'm running a business and I need to be, but I'm also going going to clients and being like i see this i see all this potential i have this full thing you know worked out putting in some time yeah i'm not getting paid for those two hours of pre-production that i'm doing but i'm i'm pitching them this idea that i put a ton of work into already and they already see like wow he already did all this he's really great he knows what he's doing he knows what we need and that they're really impressed by that so just in general you really have to dig in you have to be patient but you have to be confident and you have to work really hard and that's really way when you're going to get noticed um, with your work and start growing your business. Yeah, definitely. So, Noah, what tools, resources, or books that help you along the way that you can share with the audience? Yeah, so resources, honestly, um, what I have found the biggest like success in my, or like helpful tool, it's not anything online. It's not anything you know, in a book or anything like that, it's talking to other business owners, mm. networking with them. Like I have friends that are other photographers, they're videographers, they have agencies, they have other things like that. I'm constantly texting them like, hey, I just had a really bad call with a potential client. How would you handle the situation? Or like, hey, I just got a new type of work. You know, I've never shot an event before. I've never done a, a five-part marketing series or whatever. Like I've never done this before. Like how did you do it? How did you price yourself? That's the biggest thing is networking with other entrepreneurs and reaching out to them. And a lot of like, especially in the creative industry, a lot of people just want to help other people. Like I have a guy, he's lives like 20 minutes north of me and he just messaged me. He's like, Hey, mutual friends or whatever. Like, Hey, I love, I want to start my own drone business. How do, what do you recommend? How do I get started? And I'm more than happy to answer his questions and be like, Hey, this is how you should do it. You should get licensed. You should do all this stuff. And so if you reach out to you, like, don't, I wouldn't expect like if you were to like a Peter McKinnon or a big, like, really big creator that they're going to just DM you back right away. But especially smaller local people in your area, they're more than happy to just grab coffee with you and be like, "Hey, like I'm starting this business. I see that you're doing the work. What? How can we just grab coffee and talk about it?" And um, same with you know, there's a big, there's a really big uh, video production business here in my my hometown, and I used to inter- intern for this guy, so I'm texting him every once in a while and be like, hey, I just got this big project in. Can I meet with you for 20 minutes, 10 minutes even? Can I just talk about what I'm doing, what my plan is, what you think of it? And he's a lot of the time, like he's really busy, but he'll put some time away to talk to me about it. And so that's been really helpful for me. So 
you know, there, there are books like Atomic Habits and The Seven Habits of a Highly Successful Person, I think. Like those kind of things, they're really good for general, like just life and business. But if when you are an entrepreneur, the biggest thing, you're, the biggest resource you have is the people around you. And because they all just want to help you, um, you know, business coaches, other entrepreneurs, they've made the, all the mistakes before. and They don't want to see you make those again. So talking with them is the biggest resource I've found. I totally agree with you about that. Business is about skills that you have. I would add passion to it as one point. Yep. The second is networking. It's about who you know and who knows you. It goes both, both ways, right? Yep. And the third thing is you have to add value to the marketplace more than your competition, basically. Yep. And you service people and you do that by actually doing sales. You're selling them. So these mm -hmm. are the three core, three important things to me in a business. Yes, this is absolutely. what I have discovered in my own and in in, in the podcast. So the, the, it's, 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 it's a network. It goes both ways it's about who you know and who knows you this is very important in any business yep absolutely 100 yeah, agree yeah so anyway where can people get in touch with you learn more about you and what you do yeah if people want to reach out to me um i'm always happy to talk about whether it's you know a client that wants to reach out to me a potential client is interested in my work or just other entrepreneurs that want to reach out to me and talk about their business happy to do that uh, my website is nthproductions.co uh, I'm sure we can have that in the show notes for people to go to, but, um, or you can just search NTH productions on Instagram, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, or just search my name on LinkedIn. You'll find me, um, from Indiana. So if you find somebody from the United States, Indiana, that's, that's me. Um, and happy to talk to anybody about, you know, potential projects, any entrepreneurship things that they have questions about, um, love talking entrepreneurship and business. So please reach out. Awesome. Well, thank you, Noah, for being today with me on this episode of the Success Great Podcast. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me.